Welcome to Plugged Into Cranks. I am your announcer, Zayvon Grady. Today we start a brand new podcast series titled Romans Explanation of God's Righteousness with pastor and teacher William Polis. In part one, Pastor Polis will begin with the introduction to the biblical, historical, thematic, structural, and archaeology backgrounds of the Book of Romans. We pray that through the teaching, you will gain wisdom and knowledge from this brand new podcast series. Now, here is Pastor William Polis with part one of Romans' explanation of God's righteousness. I want to welcome all of you, our listeners, to Plugged into Christ podcast. We are happy that you decided to join us today. If you are a first-time listener to Plugged into Christ, I want to encourage you to take time to download and listen to our two previous podcast series, Hezekiah the Godly King and Acts, History of the Early Church. You can do this simply by adding one of several apps to your phone. The ones we believe that are best are Spotify, Pandora, or Google Podcasts. You can also listen to Down- TuneIn, which is a large site that has sports, news, music, and yes, podcasts. We are really excited to be part of, tu- of TuneIn, and we are looking forward to reaching many for Christ. Not only there, but also in other podcast sites, which Plugged into Christ can be heard, which is I think a list of about uh, eight or nine or even ten uh, different podcasts uh, sponsor Plugged into Christ. Our goal here is not only to reach those for Christ, but to enrich Christian men and women everywhere and around the world with the Word of God. All right, let's get started with this new podcast series, Romans, the Explanation of God's Righteousness. We begin with the writer of Romans, the timeline, and to whom it was written. Paul here is the writer of the book of Romans. Romans was written to the Roman Christians living in and around Rome. It was written about 57 AD while Paul was in Corinth, that would be Corinth, Greece, on his second missionary journey. Paul writes his book of Romans to churches which he knew about but had never visited. The book of Romans was not only a the- is not only a theological treaty, but also a letter. Next, the division of the book of Romans. Romans is divided into two main sections of classification, doctrinal, which is Romans chapters 1 through 11, and practical, Romans chapter 12 through 16. The main theme of part one is the plan of salvation, which consists of two things, justification by faith and sanctification through the Holy Spirit. And the main theme of part two is main exhortations concerning Christian duties. We're going to begin with part one, the plan of salvation. The masterly argument of part one is that Paul proceeds to prove that the entire race is surrounded by three insurmountable walls. The wall of guilt, that is universal guilt, Romans chapters 1 through 3. The wall of sinful tendencies and fleshly lusts, Romans chapter 7, verses 7 through 18. And the wall of supposed election of God, Romans chapter 7 verses 15 through 24. Now Paul explains that there are certain portions of the race to salvation and to divine reprobation of all others. In the midst of this argument, Paul shows the situation of natural man. He points out the doors of divine mercy provided in the plan of salvation, by which all men can escape the impending judgments of God if they are willing to take them. The plan of salvation, part 2, chapters 1 through 11. We note that there is a need for salvation which is grounded in the universal guilt of mankind, which includes the Gentile world, Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 22, 
the Jews who are under condemnation of the law, Romans chapter 2, 8 through Romans 3, 10. And then all are like sinners. And this is a verse that we all know, Romans 3, 23. We also note the method of justification of righteousness by faith, Romans 3, 21 through 28. And this justification of righteousness by faith is universal, Romans 3, 20, uh, 29 and 30. And it honors the law, Romans 3.31. Then Paul goes on to illustrate that it was evident in the life of Abraham in Romans chapter 4. There are three things that Abraham had or possessed which illustrated this fact. He was apart from works, Romans 4.1-6. Abraham was apart from ordinances, Romans 4.9-12. And, and Abraham was apart from the law, Romans 4.13-25. We note the plan of salvation also contains these facts. The blessing of, made effective through the love of God, as manifested in the sacrificial death of Christ, Romans 5, verses 1 through 11. The scope of the free gift of salvation is expounded on in Romans 5, verse 12 through 21. The free gift does not encourage the continuance of sin, but it demands rather the crucifixion of man's corrupt nature and a life of holy service to God, Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 23. In Romans chapter 7, Paul is evidently speaking of the struggle with sinful tendencies and fleshly lusts. Now, whether Paul is referring to his own experience before and or after his conversion is a question concerning Bible students, and they differ in opinion on this. But all do agree that he vividly portrays the strife going on in the human heart. And he tells, about, he tells us that in Romans 7, Verses 7 through 24. There is also the culmination of the divine plan. This divine plan of salvation is pictured in chapter 8 of Romans. It is a new spiritual life of liberty and righteousness through faith in Christ. Romans chapter 8 is one of the great spiritual chapters in the Bible. Now, the Holy Spirit is mentioned 19 times in chapter 8. Then Paul gives his parenthesis, which is his solicitude for his people, in Romans 9 1 through 5. And he also speaks of the mystery of the divine election and God's dealing with Israel. He talks about special privileges of Israel. Romans 9, 4 through 5. See also Romans chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. The distinction of, between the natural and spiritual seed of Abraham. Romans 9, 6 through 13. The mystery of divine sovereignty. Romans 9, 6 through 13. And he also speaks of the prophets who predicted the failure of the Jews to live up to their privileges the calling of the Gentiles, and the acceptance of the divine plan of righteousness by faith. Romans 9, 25-33. In Romans 10, 1-3, he speaks of the misapprehension of the Jews of the divine plan, resulting in their self-righteousness. In Romans 10, verse 4-18, he speaks of the plan of salvation by faith. And this is expounded upon, and its universal application is set forth. In Romans 10:19 to Romans 11:12, Paul speaks about God's dealing with Israel. In Romans chapter 11 verses 13 through 22, the Gentiles are warned not to boast because of their privileges, but to take heed lest they should fall under condemnation. In Romans 11:23 through 26, here Paul speaks about the restoration of Israel predicted and the mysteries of God's ways that are declared to be unsearchable. Part 2 Practical Themes of Romans. These are chiefly exhortations and instructions concerning Christian duties. 
This covers cha uh, Romans chapter 12 to the end of the book in Romans chapter 16. Romans chapter 12, this chapter represents one of the finest summaries of, about the duties found in the scriptures. Romans chapter 13 is two parts. Number one are civic and social duties of Christians. Romans 13, 1 through 10. The second part are duties of living as children of the day. Romans chapter 13, verses 11 through 14. Under the practical themes of the Romans, we also have Romans chapter 14, 1 through Romans 15, 7. Duties to the weak, which include charitableness and judging, Romans 14, 1 through 13. Carefulness not to give offense to, Romans 14, verse 15 through 23. And bearing the infirmities of and not pleasing self, Romans 15, 1 through 7. The closing thoughts, mainly these are personal experiences and greetings, Romans chapter 15, where Paul gives reasons for thanksgiving on the part of the Gentiles and the apostles' widespread ministry among them, Romans 15, 8 through 21. Then he speaks about, Paul does, his desire to revisit Rome and his greetings to the various Christian friends, Romans 15, 22 through Romans 16, 16. And finally, his final words and benediction, which appear in Romans 16, verses 17 through 27. Thesis of Romans. Romans marks the beginning of what are called the letters of Paul. Paul wrote the following letters. Romans 57 AD, which was written to pave the way for Paul's visit to the church he had never seen, but whose help he needed as he began to preach the gospel in the western Mediterranean world. 1 Corinthians 57 AD and 2 Corinthians 58 AD, these are the most typical of Paul's letters. They are written in response to specific concerns. The first concern is the division of the church, and the second is how Christians are called to live differently from pagans. Now, 1 Corinthians has a great section of love in the church, chapters 12 through 14, and also the resurrection, chapter 15. The accounts of the resurrection and the Last Supper in 1 Corinthians are the oldest written accounts we have of these events. 2 Corinthians is a combination of harsh differences and rejoicing over reconciliation. 2 Corinthians chapters 3 through 5 are a meditation on what it means to be an apostle. Next book is Galatians. 48 or 49 A.D. contains important information about Paul's own life and about the beginnings of the church. Galatians is an important key to understanding Paul's faith in Christ, his understanding of justification and a relationship uh, that also exists between Judaism and Christianity. Ephesians 62 or 63 A.D. is a meditation on the purpose of God in reconciling all things in Christ. The church is, a, is part of the purpose of God, called to bring unity to the world as Christ brought unity to the church. Philippians 63 AD is a warm personal letter giving thanks for the gift from a church and encouraging the church to be faithful. The hymn quoted in Philippians chapter 2 verses 5 through 11 is a powerful statement about Christ coming into the world for salvation. Colossians 62 or 63 AD, this was written to the church confused by false teaching. Paul wrote it to try and straighten out that confusion. He says in Colossians that Christ is the ruling power in the universe. He also gives guidance for all true spiritual life. 1 Thessalonians 51 AD and 2 Thessalonians 52 AD. These are among the earliest writings of the New Testament. 
persecution have compelled Paul to leave Thessalonica, and in these two letters he tells the Christians how that they ought to live and to await the Lord's return with constant diligence. 1 Timothy 65 or 66 AD, 2 Timothy 67 AD, as well as Titus 65 or 66 AD. These are known as pastoral epistles, since they are concerned with the care of the church. They reflect the beginnings of organizational life in the church. Paul wants to show how true faith results in a way of life in both the church and in the world. And there is also guidance for young pastors who are trying to lead a church. And finally, Philemon, 62 or 63 AD. This is the only surviving private letter of Paul. It is a plea to Philemon to forgive a runaway slave, one Simus, and to receive him back as a brother in Christ. Speaking in a historical and archaeological context, Romans was written, as I had mentioned before, in 57 AD. This replaced the writing during the time of the Emperor Nero. While Paul wanted to go to Rome, as we had discovered in the book of Acts, and now here in Romans, chapters 15-22 through 16-16, however, he first had to go to Corinth, from Corinth to Jerusalem, to deliver an offering to help the persecuted church in that city, which we learn from our podcast in Acts, the history of the early church. Little did he know that his Jewish enemies would arrest him and send him to Rome in chains. In 64 AD, the great first persecution under Nero struck at the church in Rome, and it was only seven years after Paul had sent the letter, the book we know as Romans, to them. The value of the book of Romans is without peer. Many centuries later, Martin Luther, who, through the book of Romans, rediscovered the great truth of justification by faith and began the Reformation that swept the Western world. Later, while listening in Aldersgate Chapel to the reading of Luther's commentary on Romans, that John Wesley, who struggled with his own deep sense of alienation from God, felt strangely warmed by Luther's words. Wesley's excitement and joy in a new understanding of the gift of righteousness would lead him to go on a 50-year ministry in England, which swept the British Isles. That is all we have for today's podcast. I hope you'll join us next time as we begin covering the book of Romans, chapters 1 through 3, in this new podcast series titled, Romans, the Explanation of God's Righteousness. Our earnest prayer here at Pogging to Christ is that all of our podcasts have helped you in understanding the Bible better, strengthen your faith, and encourage you to spend time reading and studying the Word. I want to encourage you here at Planted in the Christ to spend time in the Word, spend time praying, and most of all, be part of your local church services every Sunday. Plugged in the Christ podcasts are published through buzzsprout.com. Now you can set up a free account there in order to listen to these podcasts here on Buzzsprout. You can go onto the Google Play Store if you have an Android phone or an app phone for iTouch and download Spotify or Pandora. You, all you have to do is go in the search box of Plugged Into Christ and you'll see a picture of me in front of the studio microphone and you'll be able to listen and have access or to download any of the podcasts of Plugged Into Christ. Here at Plugged Into Christ, we have great news to share with you. We are now part of TuneIn, a large site which has news, sports, talk shows, music, local radio, and yes, podcasts. We are thrilled to be a part of this family as we trust that God uses these podcasts on TuneIn to spread the gospel and reach more for Jesus Christ. If you live in or around the Lorraine County area, we would love to have you come and join us at Lorraine Full Gospel Church. We are located at 1900 
West 19th Street in Lorain, Ohio. Our normal church service is at 2 p.m. We have a Christian movie day every last Saturday of the month. Until the next podcast, may the Lord richly bless and keep you. This has been a presentation of Plugged into Christ with your host, pastor, and teacher, William Polis. Our new podcast will be part two of Romans' Explanation of God's Righteousness. This podcast is a production of Plugged into Christ and is sponsored through Lorraine Full Gospel Church. This is your announcer, Zayvon Grady, wishing you a blessed day.